Chapter 123 of The Holiest of All by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. Chapter 123 False and True Riches. Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 and 6. Be ye free from the love of money, content with such things as ye have. For himself hath said, I will in no wise fail thee neither will i in any wise forsake thee so that with good courage we say the lord is my helper i will not fear what shall man do unto me the first duty the christian who has drawn near to god in christ has to learn is what his relation is to his fellow men how his life is to be one of love the second concerns his relation to the world and its goods the outer world surrounds him on every side he is in contact with it every moment with a never-ceasing solicitation it asks his care his interest his affections it tempts him with its offer of pleasure and its threat of pain it comes to him holding life and death in its hand the world which was meant to be transparent with the light of god's presence and goodness has since sin blinded man's eyes become the veil that hides god from him one of the first things the christian who is running the race must watch most carefully is the power that the world has with its lawful needs and interests and pleasures to become the weight that keeps him back and too often cause the loss of the prize in money we have the concrete embodiment of all that the possessions of the world can offer and so in the love of money we have the very spirit of the world our text says be ye free from the love of money the temptation comes so unobservedly both to the rich man who has money and to him who is still seeking for it the tempter comes like a very angel of light in money itself there is no sin is it not one of god's good gifts may not the possession of it be the proof of honest labour and diligence and forethought of self-denial and wise economy a token of god's blessing on our work a power to help others and benefit society is not poverty frequently a sign of sloth and sin is not money one great means for attaining god's purpose that man should bring the whole world into subjection to himself scripture knows and teaches all this and yet it raises its voice aloud and cries beware of covetousness the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil first timothy chapter six verses nine ten sixteen seventeen and eighteen so insidious is the approach and entrance of this sin so many and so specious are the arguments by which it can be cloaked and made to wear the garments of the truest virtue that the christian to whom prosperity comes needs ever to be on his guard it is only the man who truly seeks first the kingdom of god who longs after the utmost conformity to the master and seeks to be taught by himself what and how to own who holds all he has not in name but in actual practice at the disposal of jesus who will escape the snare be content with such things as ye have here is the safety of the christian study well the master's teaching in the sermon on the mount learn from his spirit in thee to breathe its spirit let the treasure in heaven the being rich in god and in good works let the blessedness of living in the love and the will of god in the heavenly riches of a holy character and a life of christ-like beneficence fill the heart and we shall be content in any lot 
and shall in contentment find our safeguard against anxious care or love of money for himself hath said i will in no wise fail thee nor in any wise forsake thee yes when god is the portion of the soul it may well be content with what it has of earth it is the consciousness of the favour and nearness of god that makes the soul rise above all that the world can offer to lead the truly christian life the life of faith amid daily duties and daily care we need the presence of god as our better and abiding possession our earthly and our heavenly life are more closely linked than we know too much of interest in or attachment to earthly things inevitably weakens our hold on god true fellowship with god at once brings us into the right relation to earthly things let our faith study and feed on the promise himself hath said i will in no wise leave thee nor in any wise forsake thee the faith that clings to its fulfilment will overcome the world so that with good courage we say the lord is my helper i shall not fear what shall man do unto me god's promise ever claims an answer here the answer is given us with which our hearts ought to respond to his i will in no wise leave thee with good courage we say the lord is my helper i shall not fear let us speak the words loud out and repeat them until we feel that they are ours whether it be in temporal need or in our many spiritual requirements we are often tempted to faint and fear a promise of god such as we have here is meant for the hour of trial everything may at times appear very dark we cry and no answer comes it almost looks as if god had forgotten us let in fullness of faith the voice of the cloud of witnesses all bidding us be of good courage and to wait patiently enter our hearts and let us say himself hath said i will in no wise leave thee let us hold fast the confession of our hope that it waver not for he is faithful that promised and boldly say the lord is my helper i will not fear free from the love of money content with what he has holding fast what himself has said and with good courage answering the lord is my helper such is the life which the man who has entered the holiest is able to live amid the cares and needs of daily life the promise i will in no wise leave thee was first given to jacob then to joshua and again to solomon and afterwards to israel it teaches us how every promise of the old testament may be appropriated by us we in our daily life are to god of as deep interest as those on whom of old the working out of his purpose depended the abiding uninterrupted presence of god is our one great need in daily life it is the one great blessing which in christ is made doubly clear and sure himself hath said so that we say as we listen to and repeat what god the everlasting has said we shall know what to say in response and say it with good courage be content the power that conquers the love of money and opens the heart for the faith in god's promise and abiding presence end of chapter 123